If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A few notes before we begin. First of all, please remember that next week we'll be giving away a sacred reading kit. If you want to win it, you can rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. This helps more people find us. Or you can follow us on Facebook at Reading Circle Temple or share our podcast on your social media page. If you do, let us know how you found us, and be sure to tag us in your post. Second, amidst the chaos in the world, we forgot to thank Ray the Nerd for their lovely review of us on iTunes. Thank you so much! As an additional thank you, we have a special gift for you. So if you are Ray the Nerd, please send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or contact us on Facebook so we can send your gift to you. And finally, as always, Though we like young adult literature at the Reading Circle Temple, we use old adult language. Please bear this in mind while listening. Hello! Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And today we are reviewing Sandry's book. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's let's complete complete the Since we are reviewing Sandry's book, we're not following our usual three-part reading structure. We have some questions that we're going to answer to just kind of go over it. Are we just going to dive in? Uh, I I guess dive in. All right. So my first question to all of us is, what is your biggest takeaway from this book? Power of friendship and (laughs) magic. (laughs) The two things we say most of the time. And cat dirt. (laughs) Yes, and cat dirt. I forgot to write down what mine was, but yeah, I think for me, it's that there is magic everywhere and in everything. And in everyone. 
my other takeaway from it is everyone belongs somewhere. And I think I've mentioned this before, but what I really like about this series is that the four characters are outcasts and they don't just find a place that they belong, but they build one. And our little group of outcasts, just like the kids. (laughs) I think one of my biggest takeaways is someone will appreciate you for who you are. Okay, we're going to take Chris, for example. No one wanted her, and everybody kept trying to get rid of her, and then she found a place where she's loved and appreciated. And so it's one of those, you will find someone or a group of people who will love and appreciate you for who you are, rather than who you're supposed to be. Everyone belongs somewhere. And then, of course, everybody has magic, but I've been saying that for years. Question two is, if there was something you could change, what would it be? Purell. I was going to say, Brittany Brittany would let Purell die a long and terrible death. No, I don't want him to die. I just don't want him to He just wouldn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Mountains. That's fine. You can go back to the mountains. If I could change something... I'm not really sure because I freaking love this book. I guess I would say, and I didn't take notes on my answers to these questions, so I probably had a different idea three days ago. I would like switch Frost, Pine, and Nico, or like switch their ethnicities. So we have Daja, who has dark brown skin, and then Frost Pine also has dark brown skin, and they get paired paired with each other so I guess I would make the teacher-student pairings more cross-cultural that would be that would be good and, and we already see that to some like with Lark and Sandry and with Rosorn and Briar but yeah I'd make that additional switch That's or I would idea. have Gorse be in the book even more yes yeah. <laughs> I think we could all unanimously agree on that <laughs> one of the things that I would change slash would have liked to see more it's not really a change but I would have liked to see more of beginning relationship with the teachers we see a touch of it especially like with it being Sandry's book Sandry's relationship with Lark you see bits of it but as far as day-to-day you don't really see how it develops it's only on big things like when Sandry's first learning, I would have loved to see more like the awkward getting to know each other. <laughs> yeah. Not really a change, just something I would have liked to see more. <laughs> so we've all kind of talked about our favorite characters. We know that Indy and Molly adore Briar. Brittany loves Dasha. <laughs> which is probably part of the reason she doesn't like Carol. <laughs> um, uh, so who is your favorite character from the book that is not one of the four kids? I would have to go with Rose Thorn. I love her so much. She's so awesome. She wants to put on this tough front. Like she doesn't like kids. She doesn't want to be around them. And no, she loves them so much, especially Briar. I love seeing their relationship. It's so cute. And Rose Thorn is just, amazing. (laughs) 
I did not see that coming from you. What? You know who I expected you to say, but I guess because Rose Thorne's so thorny and I, you seem more warmer than her. So I, I really like Rose Oh, I love the person who's just like really cranky all the time. She's so awesome. She reminds me of Natalie and I love Natalie. I say, that's why Brittany and I are best friends because <laughs> she's more lark. She's, she's a little bit more, like, warm and accepting, and I'm just like, yeah. You are Larkin Rosehorn, and Malia is your child. She is. <laughs> I love Rosehorn. I love all the teachers, but my favorite character, aside from the four kids, is Course. Because, one, I love to cook, and two, when I was in college, I used to bake cookies all the time. And Gorse was the, the person that I aspired to be as a baker. Every time you walk into the common room, Molly's in there baking cookies. And she's like, hi, because kitchens are just such crazy places. There is always something happening. It is very easy to get cranky in a kitchen. And somehow he not only maintains his cool, but he's always very friendly. He's very warm and giving and generous. Makes it very homey. It's very homey, despite the fact that he's basically cooking for an entire university. I would like to see a little bit more, of course, or know what goes on in his mind, because I wonder if he sees Briar and he's like, oh, this kid has been starving. Let me make sure he has lots of pastries. And Gorse is probably one of Briar's like, first friends at Winding Circle. Yeah. And all of these other teachers, all these other adults there, when he first gets there, like, oh, he doesn't belong here. I don't want him here. And Gorse is like, oh, you are welcome in my kitchen. I don't know for sure, but I think that they've mentioned if you walk into his kitchen, he always knows everybody who's in his kitchen. You cannot walk in without him coming up to you within five minutes and being like, hello, what do you need? And, and here, have some food. <laughs> That's that's mentioned in the second book. Oh, dang it. Well, we'll see that. Yay! <laughs> Gorse is also in the second book. Spoiler. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alerts. Oh, no. Sorry. I really like all of the teachers. And yes, I did grow up to be Rose Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, honestly, my favorite would have to be either Nico or Frostpine. The main reason I love Frost Pine is because he's so patient. Culturally, Daja, she was not allowed so much as watch these people work on their craft. And so he's very patient and he's very loving as she's trying to learn. Yes, all of the teachers are like that in a way, say for Rosalind. <laughs> but Frostpine is such a positive and understanding influence and not only understands the culture where she she grew up in but also knows that it's a hard habit to break and it's a hard thing to basically be thrown into culture shock because that, that is kind of what happened. Dodges all of a sudden all of her family's dead. And now she's 
allowed to do something that she's lo- like loved but couldn't do and so the ability to basically be like you're not wrong for wanting to do this especially because <laughs> she feels like she is like sort of abandoning them or betraying them like yeah. oh you're dead so you know what I'm gonna go do this thing that you wouldn't let me do to her that's sort of a form of disrespect for her family Ross Pine sees that and he doesn't criticize it he just tries to help ease the transition selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Who or what do you want to know more about or hope to see in future books? Brittany, I feel this is mainly geared towards you. I want to see more of the interactions between the teachers of like how they met or their friendship. You see Lark and Rose Thorn interact with each other, but you don't really know a whole lot about their relationship because Lark calls Rose Thorn Rosie, but you don't know why. So I, I, I want to I know more about the relationship between the teachers. Obviously, I know what's going to be in all of the books. So I was trying to think of something that seemed kind of obvious that we wouldn't learn about, but would... I would be interested in learning about. So I'm going to say I would like to know how Regat is dealing with the destruction of Wave Circle Temple. I'm sure they're not dealing with it very 
good. Uh, yeah, I how think. that affected the city and what they're doing to rebuild or such. You have anything, Natalie, or do you want to uh, ask um, from this question? I'm trying to think of a, a good, proper answer. This is something that I would love to know more is about the Duke. Kind of, you get to see him and learn about him a little bit, but you only really ever see him through Sandry's eyes. As a whole, that that's only one facet is what he sees and how he interacts with her. It'd be nice to see him as more than just her uncle who happened to be the Duke. The ruler of Emelon. I would also like to know more about the hierarchy, kind of how the hierarchy works. The high politics of Emelon and, and the surrounding areas. Yeah. When Sandri meets Daja and she has that argument with the girl at breakfast, Mm-hmm. Doesn't she also mention that she's like cousin to Empress so and so or yeah This question is for me and Indy. Okay. Uh, I've read this book already. I first read this when I was in middle school, I think, and I read it again in college. You have also read it before. How old were you the first time you read it? Well, probably about nine, something like that. I was still living with my mom at the time. And then they followed me over to my dad's and that's where I really leaned hard into them. This series is obviously a YA series. So it's, I think it's a little bit unfair to say it's directed at kids because everybody in the writing world knows that YA books have a vast adult audience as well. But it's not a book that is specifically for adults. And so we both read it as kids. I read um, it at 27. That is totally <laughs> legit. Yeah. I was 21 when I first read The Chronicles of Narnia. So how is this book different for you reading it as an adult? Or how is it different on this read versus previous reads? For me, this time around, it. It's been a lot of fun watching Brittany. This is something I loved when I was younger. It's always nice to see someone else get into it and love it as much. Yeah. But as far as reading it, the difference between reading it as a kid and reading it as an adult, when I was a kid, I was looking for something like Winding Circle. That's what I wanted. And as an adult... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my favorite quote, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So having these motherfuckers I'm out to my family and then creating this circle of friends that I have that do love and accept me in all of the things that I've been through, it made me realize that I want to be that adult. I want to be that safe place that accepting place because there's so much that goes on with younger people in your adolescence like 11 to 17 and I mean it does include your 20s as well but those years are so hard for people 
they're learning themselves and sometimes they are in more toxic situations than they deserve to be and I want to be that person who reaches out and goes okay this is the things you've been through but let me show you how to deal with those and let me be that person that you come to and that you lean on when you need it that's beautiful you have me crying (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of the same experiences as we know this is one of my favorite series the top of my reading list is like Peter Pan and the Circle of Magic so it's it's really fun to watch somebody else discovering and falling in love with something that I already love so I love the opportunity of getting to read this book with Brittany and seeing how she reacts. And then similarly for me, I think that this is especially true for me because I'm a teacher now. When I was a kid, I didn't always catch the actions of the teachers or pay as much attention to the behavior of the adults. And I'm really noticing certain things that they do or certain things that they say that are supportive of these kids. And I guess, in a sense, they're still kind of role models for me. I want to have Lark's patience and Gorse's generosity and Rose Thorne's fierceness. And I have students who have had experiences that are similar to what these kids go through. And I might be that teacher who is the person who's going to believe in them when nobody else did. If I have the opportunity, then I need to be that person and not the the dedicate who wants to throw Briar out of the dorm. The other thing is because we're doing this deeper dive reading, the first four books, Sandry's book, Trisha's book, Dodge's book, Briar's book. So we know just from the titles that each one's going to kind of center on a different one of the kids. And as a kid, And even like in college, I always felt that the other three books did a really good job of that. But I always kind of felt bad for Sandry because I was like, oh, her book is sort of about all four of them to more of a degree than the other three. And so it was always kind of like Sandry's book, it, it isn't really exactly about Sandry or doesn't really center on Sandry. And I have changed my mind, especially with what you said Indy in a past episode about this is her darkness. The book both begins and ends with Sandry in darkness, literally. Yeah. And she is literally trying to find light. But I like that you said this is also a metaphor. She's just been through this horrible thing. And she said that she's always had trouble making friends. And so this is her darkness and she is still trying to find light metaphorically. And it is about that journey for her. And the book is about the power of friendship and Sandry. One of the things that's very important to her is friendship as we see. And so I think it really does focus on her and maybe, maybe because friendship is so important to her in the way that it is. That's why it was so important that the series start with her. I also noticed that I am way more like Sandry than I ever thought. When I was younger, I probably wasn't as much like Sandry. Like, Briar's my favorite character, but the more we read this book, the more I was like, hey, Sandry and I have this in common. Hey, Sandry and I have this. Hey, 
because I sew, which I didn't do when I was very much when I was a kid, but I sew like crazy now. I am also afraid of the dark, but I think I also to some degree have her spunky outgoing, hi, I'm Sandry, let's be friends sort of personality. But depends because sometimes I'm super shy, but sometimes I'm very much like, I'm going to be the the weird person who's like, hi, let's be friends. Well, with also, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have this podcast either. So Exactly. <laughs> I brought our circle together. You did. My last question is for Brittany. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do, Brittany. Oh, gosh. I'm going to give you three words. Okay. <laughs> about book two so I'm gonna I'm gonna basically oh summarize Triss's book into three words okay and then I'm gonna ask you uh what do you think is gonna happen or okay. what would you like all to right. happen <laughs> all right, ready? All right. <laughs> so Triss's book <laughs> in three words mm-hmm. pirates family shriek <laughs> glad you included that last and you can make predictions that aren't necessarily related to these words i'm just sort of giving you some some something to run off of this is gonna become a pirate she's gonna run away from uh discipline and become a pirate she's gonna have her own pirate crew (laughs) she's gonna have the hat and the eye patch and everything it's gonna be super cool (laughs) no pirates she's gonna um maybe help them make wind maps or something i don't know and then family her family is gonna come visit her even though they don't like her (laughs) so that'll be interesting meeting more of her family and then shriek does she kill somebody the the shriek of horror and and death or she's super surprised about something britney's like i have no idea what i'm getting into (laughs) so, yeah. If it had been me, I would have started with, well, the the second book is about Triss. Yes, <laughs> it's about Triss. Gorse is going to be in it. Gorse is we know be- that. We know that because it's already been mentioned. Yes, so she's going to become a pirate. She's going to have her own pirate ship. Gorse is going to be there on the ship cooking food for everybody on said pirate ship. Ship cook. He's going to keep them very fed and uh the other three kids are all gonna be part of her pirate crew (laughs) i am super excited for for this book now (laughs) i am too (laughs) oh my gosh i i am already i cannot wait to see tris as a pirate yes yeah Um, she's gonna be with her hat and hat and maybe she'll grow out a beard too no, cool. she's just gonna cut some of her hair off and make a yes. Sandry's gonna beard. weave a beard out of it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she can wear it. Yes, and then her beard will spark lightning. Yes, that would be really cool. I hope that's what we see in this book. I want to see uh, Briar swing from stuff, use his plants to. The mast of the ship is going to grow like vines on it. He's going to grow vines up the mast of the ship. And that's what they're going to use. So instead of like having ropes, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and Briar is the lookout. He stays up there and then swings off like uh, Peter He's going to be in the crow's nest. 
Yeah, that, that's going to be Briar's job. That's a great place for him. Um, I'm not sure what Sandry and Sandry's going to be in charge of the sales. Yeah. And Dodge is going to be in charge of ammunition. They would make a pretty awesome pirate crew. Yeah, and then Gorse is going to feed them and they'll be good. So, yeah. Gorse is going to be chef cook. And they're going to go hunt down Triss's family because Triss has a vendetta against them. She wants to hunt them all down. And kill them all since she is a pirate now. And that's when they, her family does the shriek. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, oh no, they're gonna die. Totally words in your your predictions. So yes. I'm proud of you. Yes. That it's gonna be an awesome book of pirate pirateness. God, I'm really glad you included that the last word. Oh man, now I want like can- a fan pick of this. <laughs> Assuming Brittany is not entirely correct because she obviously is, uh, but if she if she wasn't if she wasn't then we would definitely if if anybody out there writes fan fiction, please write fan fiction. I'm gonna be super sad if that's not what happens. Since we are so excited about book two, we should read an excerpt from chapter one of book two. What of the bleeders we're hearing, asked Briar. Can we tell what they're up to or where they are? Triss shook her head. I just hear voices. I can't tell where they're from. Smugglers, maybe, Daja suggested. Most islands with guard posts have some kind of smuggling going on. Guards always think nobody pays them enough. She had spent years among those who lived and worked on the sea and knew the practices of all kinds of people. It could be smugglers, replied Triss. Forget about it, advised Briar. No use sticking your neb where it doesn't belong. Can we leave noses out of the conversation? Asked Sandry wistfully, tugging the end of hers. Rusty hinges creaked on the wind. Triss held a finger to her lips and the four stopped talking. Here's the cord. The drunk woman sounded as if her liquor was wearing off. But if you lay it on the ground, will it burn? We. There was a thunk, a sound like a cleaver biting into uncooked beef. Then came a choking gasp. Briar made a face. He'd heard people stabbed when he was a street thief. The woman's dead, he muttered. Triss gasped. If they leave her in the open, they'll find her. That was Weiner. They'll know something. Stow it, snarled Gruffman softly. Once we're clear, the major light the cord and something roared and thumped at the same time. Light blazed across the sky. The four children flinched and stared out over the water. The Pirate's Point lighthouse was a pillar of fire. Closer to home, just a mile away, the watchtower that capped Bit Island was a blazing ruin. The dog, startled out of his nap, began to bark furiously. Ooh, and then that's when they <clears throat> go and steal a pirate ship and become pirates. And and Daja, having sailed before, will teach them how to do it. Yes. Exactly. Next week, we will be mailing out a sacred reading kit to some lucky winner. If you have not yet entered our raffle, you can do so by rating or reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify, or tag us in social media and tell us either how did you find out about our podcast or what was your favorite part of Sandry's book? We are taking a break next week, but we will have a bonus episode Yay! which will have outtakes from season one. 
And then in two weeks, we will return with season two, where we will be reading Triss's book, and we will have an additional surprise. Yeah, I wonder what it is. I guess we'll have to find out in two weeks then. Stay tuned. (laughs) Circle Temple is created by us, Indy, Molly, and Brittany. You can find us at readingcircletemple.com or send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find them on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon and Draws. Also, thank you to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. Find more of Thomas Dick's music on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's Let's all have coffee next week. If you have not yet, then you can enter the raffle by rating and reviewing us on Stitcher or... Hang on. There's a fire! He's burning the salmon! Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.